Welcome to a special podcast about Ottoman history for students by students. Episode 7.3b, The Day Byzantium Died. Hello, my name is Rainer from the Battle of Ankara and Ottoman-Venetian Tension episodes of this podcast. Today's subject is the death of Byzantium, which really began in the 14th and 15th centuries during the Byzantine decline. So once again, as they say in Turkish, Hadi Baslayalim. Let us begin. The Byzantine Empire was the direct descendant of the original Roman Empire. In fact, the Byzantines didn't even call themselves Byzantines. They called themselves Romans. They had every right to do that. Sure, the Holy Roman Empire and Third Rome were technically successor states to the great powerhouse country that once housed Augustus and Constantine the Great as emperors, but the Byzantine Empire was the real thing. Of course, all good empires must fall eventually, and fall this one did. From the 6th to 11th centuries, many Turkic Beylik tribes immigrated to Anatolia. One of these was the descendant state to the Ottoman Empire. It really was not even an empire when it started. But the Byzantines quickly recognized its power soon after it was established in 1299, mostly due to a large number of sieges enforced by sultans Osman and Orhan. At first, the Byzantines were too distracted with reoccurring civil wars between Andronicus II and Andronicus III, but after... The dust cleared, the Ottomans clearly were rising in power. Meet Byzantine decline. So basically, the Ottoman Empire took advantage of an absurdly large number of civil wars to take over many good chunks of land from the Byzantines. And when you know it, that has set the Ottomans on a path to where they are today. Imagine today is April 6th, 1453. You are a soldier in the Ottoman Empire. And you are helping with the first day of the siege on Constantinople, the Byzantine Empire's capital. Coincidentally, the current emperor's name is Constantine XI, named after the city's founder. Years after the Ottoman Empire was created in 1299, so much conquering has damaged the Byzantines to the bone. All they have is Constantinople and uh, a little bit of land around. Imagine Sultan Mehmed the Conqueror mutters to a general that the likelihood of the Byzantines winning is small. All they have for help is a small army of Vatican troops, says the general, and the mighty Sultan then announces that a break is needed. The fall of Constantinople, as it is called, lasted from April 6th to May 29th in 1453. The result? The end of the Byzantine Empire. And thus... Constantinople was made into Mehmed's new capital, and eventually the great city was renamed Istanbul in 1930 under the Turkish Republic. So, the Byzantine Empire was conquered by the great Ottoman Sultan, Mehmed, adding legend to his name. Now? But, well, now? Well, the Ottomans approached new enemies, Skanderbag with his revolts, Vlad the Impaler with his, uh, well, impaling, the Byzantines were now just another past em- enemy of the great Turkic state. But if Byzantium was to be killed off even more, 
which might seem impossible, the Ottomans had to conquer the Empire of Trebizond. That's right, successor states. And besides some rump states here and there, this was the final one. Actually, though, Mehmed did not call a siege on Trebizond just to have the satisfaction of destroying all true Byzantine empires. He did it because Trebizond's emperor, David Megas Komnenos, tried to get a new crusade up and running. He had to go. The siege of Trebizond was a win for the Ottomans. A bigger win than you might imagine. To put this all shortly, the Ottomans obliterated the last Byzantine successor state in a siege that lasted from September 14th, 1460 to August 15th, 1461. Mehmed likely cried tears of joy that night. For on that August day, Byzantium died. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode on the final days of the Byzantine Empire. I learned a lot from it, and I hope you did too. Goodbye.